0: This is the 210 podcast, where we show you how to have more as a busy professional woman while still enjoying the mommy life. We are your hosts, Dr. Amy Steele and Dr. Carol Broxton. Happy New Year, girl.
1: Hi, happy New Year. We made it, right? We We made it by 2020.
0: We did. we did. We, We basically did. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> no, we survived. We did good. We did good. So, how was your New Year's celebration? What did y'all do?
1: We spent time with my family in Walk and so we just brought in the New Year together. My daughter was in there, so we had to FaceTime her, pass the little phone around, and say you know our well wishes, and just celebrated, had fireworks or what have you, just at the house. But it was so much fun. It was just so felt so good. It was like we counted down to this moment, you know, twenty twenty one. Here we are. But I'm so excited for twenty twenty one. You know, looking back. So many blessings for 2020. I know some ups and downs, but you count your blessings and you you get ready. You, you hit the floor running with 2021.
0: That's right. That's right. Now, did your daughter ever get her Christmas gifts? That's I'm sure our audience wants to know. Did she ever get her package? Yes.
1: She got several packages, but there were still some on the way.
0: Oh, Lord. So she's not finished yet. She's
1: not finished yet, but it's a good thing because she can always like be surprised when something comes in the mail. So I'm like, did you get this box and this was in that box and this was, you know, going through the list. And she's like, OK, I think I got that one, but I don't think I got
0: this one. So she's excited. So it's a a fun thing. It turned into something fun for us. We'll probably still be talking about her Christmas gifts in March. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm excited to do that. Well, good. Well, we celebrated just as a family, you know, at my in laws' home, and we counted down the new year. Of course, we went to church virtually. So, all my churchgoers out there, we went virtually. I hope you had fun at church if you did that, you know, celebrating virtually and bringing in the new year by counting down at the watch night service. So, we had watch night service, and we were watching the night. And the nights were trying (laughs) to watch my inner eyelids because I was so sleepy. But anyway, (laughs) we had a good time. We had a really good time.
1: Awesome.
0: Yeah, Carol. So, why don't you kick us off? What are we doing this year? And why is today, our first episode of this year, so special?
1: Oh, we have some great interviews of our moms, dynamic moms coming this year. So you've heard from myself and you heard from Amy, but there are some great women out there doing great things. And the stories are so impactful and inspirational and motivating. So you're going to get a chance to enjoy some, hear a new voice and hopefully at some point get to see our faces and see some new people on our podcast. So today is a very special day. We have a wonderful, wonderful guest, Cherche. Kika Miller McIntyre, and we have her here to be interviewed today with us. Thank you so, so much for
0: being here with us.
2: Thank you All
0: for right. Having- yes. And I'm going to introduce our guest speaker. So Sherkika Miller McIntyre is a friend. She is a mom. She is an entrepreneur. And she happens to be my neighbor, Carol, ironically. I don't oh, know if I mentioned that, but we live very no. near each other. Yeah, like less than a half of a mile, maybe less than a quarter of a mile, but basically neighbors. Okay. And so... Shokika and I have known each other for many, many years. And you know, I've always admired her tenacity and her perseverance and her grit. She is determined to not only be an excellent mom, but a great wife and a role model to many people in the community. And so we're gonna talk with her today about her thriving business, about her sensational family, and her excellent care that she takes to make sure she's the mom that she desires to be, but also that her kids want, need, and deserve. So she's amazing. So we're going to okay. get started. <laughs> so without further ado, I'd like to introduce Shakika Miller-McIntyre. Say hey, girl.
2: Hey, hey. hello, everyone. Nice to, nice to hear from both of you. I'm glad to be here. Thank you for having me.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you for being here with us and thank you for choosing to be our special first guest. You are also the guinea pig guest. So that means we get to try everything on you. first. We're excited. We're excited. We've been talking to our audience all year in 2020 just about being a busy mom and having a perspective that surpasses just being a busy professional woman, right? And so we want to talk with you a little bit about you, your family, and how you've done it, how you've been able to kind of, you know, master this thing called mommyhood. So why don't you tell us a little bit about you, your family, your husband, if you have a husband, which I know you do, and all of your, (laughs) just tell us about your family.
2: Oh, well, wow. I am, as you said, Shakika Miller McIntyre. I am a mommy and a wife celebrating 20 years this year, being married. I have four amazing kids. My oldest is my son, Cody, who is 26 years old. I have three amazing little ones called my M3, Mackenzie, Madison, and Mason. Just got a teenage, I mean, excuse me, a 16-year-old. So life is totally different for me now. Say that
1: again. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly.
2: (laughs) I have a 12-year-old and I have a nine-year-old that's really 90. Our household is very dynamic. My husband, Gary, who is just phenomenal. He is a wonderful husband an excellent father and has been an incredible business partner, which has made
0: life also very interesting. But yeah, so that's all of us. Okay. Now tell us about, you said you have a 26 year old yes, and a nine year old. That's quite a range. (laughs) How how do, you know, family dinners go? How's the dynamic with such (laughs) a broad age range in the house?
2: Well, the good thing is that our 26-year-old does not live with us, but ironically, my 26-year-old and my nine-year-old, excuse me, my nine-year-old refer to each other as besties. So when the oh. Twitch, when Cody calls, Mason just hey, bestie, that's how they speak to each other. So it's, it's very weird. They actually probably get along the best, I think, out of all of the kids.
1: Wow. Um, it
2: wasn't always like that. Funny, because when Mason was five, which is my youngest one, I think they fought the most, which is so <laughs> odd for a 21-year-old to be fighting with a five-year-old. But that's kind of how life went. But it's really interesting this, to have all the kids at different ages in their life. And right now, I think we're in stages. So we have one doing the double digit thing. We have one getting ready to turn 13. We have one that just started driving. Hopefully one looking for a wife and preparing for children. To make, to make <laughs> yeah, my house is interesting.
0: <laughs> so if there's a wife, that means there could potentially be grandmommyhood. We're not God. ready for that.
2: Yeah, so I'm going to be like a glam. I'm going to be glamour, so just clarity there. Yes. But I'm going to uh, be glamour and probably have a middle schooler, middle schooler, high schooler.
1: So, yeah, that that is going to be us.
0: <laughs> Carol, what do you think of glamour?
1: I love it. I'm I'm writing notes. I'm like, oh, got to use that one for the future. Yes, I love it. Gigi sounds
2: a little bit older and I'm not ready to accept that I'm nearing 50. So grandma sounds more like me. Yeah. And grandma sounds like my mama. So, uh, yeah.
0: I love it. All right. So we've heard a little bit about your family and you mentioned something. You said husband as business partner. So Mm -hmm. what do you do? Tell us what do you do and how is your hubby your business partner?
2: Well, we own a property management and real estate firm here in Charlotte. We've owned it. We just celebrated 15 years in June. Actually, I mean, excuse me. In July, and it actually, was my husband that prompted me to get into the real estate industry. And within about two years, he decided that he would leave his full time job and start just being totally hands on in the business. And it's been it's it's been interesting. That's my word. I try to. <laughs> <laughs> the dynamic though has been fun. We've learned over the years how to kind of separate business just a little bit. We could do a better job. But I love it. I love having the opportunity to grow with him and go through, you know, business things with him. But it certainly can be a test
1: as well. So, yeah. what made you take the leap of faith? Because, um, you know, when you come from, you know, corporate America, that nine to five, you have security, you have benefits, you have, you know, you feel like you have a foundation. But to leap and to have a faith that, you know, we're going to take this chance and jump out here and do it. I can imagine what other people had to say about it <laughs> or, you know, the uh, the doubt in your mind. How do you get to that point to say, yes, we can do this? And how what's the steps that you took to even get there? That's woo, That is scary. That is scary.
2: Well, number one is the support. So I probably was too, or I tell people now, I was probably too young to be really scared. I know that okay. sounds weird, but when I got started, I was what, 28, 29. Okay. Um, so I don't think I had really settled into anything yet. And okay. I was working in corporate America coming from the financial industry. So for me, I don't think I was that committed to corporate. Let me put it that way. Okay. So it was like, okay, I'll try it if it works, and I always have the option of returning. Not only that, by the time I was 28, I had been laid off from corporate America three or four times. So for okay. me, I didn't feel the stability anyway, and so it made it much easier. And then again, with my husband saying to me, "Hey, you know, you love you love doing this. You love working with people. You love investing in real estate. Why not go ahead and make it a career out of it?" It's very interesting because when he said that to me, I was literally eight months pregnant in Florida with our son at an age (laughs) and it was like the perfect time like okay if you want to stay out a little bit longer after you have our daughter then let's just try it now so I also think it was timing, but certainly took a lot of faith to to walk into something that was new and unknown and he was working full-time doing great as a car salesman and and so we just felt like this was the opportune time and we've never really looked back
1: Awesome! That's wonderful. So that's that's great to hear because there's someone out there that's thinking to themselves, "I want out. I want something new." Or they may feel like I want to do it, but I just need reassurance, or I need a sign. And maybe this is their sign to say, (laughs) "You know what? It it, the time has come." Especially when you're in a corporate American, like you said, you've been laid off, and we just had the whole thing with 2020 people losing jobs, don't know what they're gonna do. You know, just kind of frustrated and need to get back out there don't want to go back out there this give them that ray of hope so i i i love this story that's
2: and I, I think, and I think i think one of the things in 2020 is that people really have realized there isn't a security in someone outside of yourself and of course uh, your faith and and having faith that god is going to carry you through whatever the situation comes okay. but you know, I've been talking to clients and, you know, customers and it's just amazing the tenacity and the hustle that we have and how that has just right. gone into effect in twenty twenty. I think I just saw in the news where North Carolina alone had like a hundred and fifteen thousand registrations of new LLCs. It was some yeah. astronomical number. And I just thought, wow, this this was the year. Well, last year was the year that people really had yeah. to say to myself, Am I going to rely on X? Or am I going to go in and do the work? And for me, going into the business, coming into real estate, I never had a grand idea of like how much money I wanted to make I, yeah. I tell people all the time I just wanted to replace about forty thousand dollars in income which that yeah. sounds like a lot but it really what it really isn't a lot yeah. when, when yeah. you put in the effort and you know kind of see how that plays out for you that so is. I just tell everybody what what's the worst thing that could happen <laughs> you know you not like you're, that. Stay, yeah. you're not gonna stay unemployed long enough to lose your house you're not gonna Ooh, stay yeah. unemployed long enough to you know lose your car or do anything exactly. crazy. so what's the worst thing that could happen? That's I love right. It. Awesome. Isn't Thank that great, you.
0: Carol? And and That's you're right. Amazing. What's the worst that could happen? And so tell us a little bit about kind of your day-to-day schedule or what does life look like as an entrepreneur? Because again, going along with what Carol said, I'm sure somebody out there is like, you know, is this for me? Mm -hmm. What should I do? Because some people are transitioning and they're thinking about Mm -hmm. maybe leaving their job and they don't know if they should yet. So what does your typical day look like and what advice would you have for someone who is thinking about maybe transitioning to entrepreneurship?
2: So for me, well, first of all, this conversation is pre-COVID. That's that's number one, because 2020, of course, looked totally different. <laughs> but a normal schedule for me really revolved around my family because that's why I wanted to become an entrepreneur when I speak about my whys, my first why was to be able to spend time. And actually why I kind of got fed up with corporate America was because I didn't have the flexibility to spend time in my son's school. My, one of my supervisors, I remember telling me that I could not go read to him. And that really, it it, it didn't sit well with me that I could not have time off coming from a, another corporate entity that allowed that time off. And my supervisor saying, no, you can't. And it really just sat with me so My decision to become an entrepreneur had a lot to do with wanting the flexibility to to be with my children, you know, to have time off, to travel, to be able to go to doctor's appointments, all of those things. So my schedule now Still revolves around them. So I don't do weekends. All of my children have played sports for forever. Extracurricular activities on the weekends. I always want to be a part of that. There's probably a handful of school activities that I miss. And so my day really revolves around their schedule. So, yes, I you know, I get up in the morning making sure they can get up. You know, they're ready and prepared to school. But I promise you about two hours to probably four hours of my day revolve around whatever it is they have to do, whether it's tutoring, whether it's taking them, you know, somewhere. And that that to me is the most important thing for for me. Not always the best because it leaves me working late hours sometimes. But that's how I revolve my schedule. So I start probably between 6 and about 6.30 in the morning, trying to give myself some me time. Then I have you know, kids going to school, which is about two hours. My husband and I work out together. That's generally about an hour or so in the morning. So my actual physical workday may not start to about 9.30, 10.30. And then again, there's something with the kids midday in the office, taking appointments, doing showings, meetings, Zoom calls now, such as this. Mm-hmm. And then really trying to wrap the day up probably between about six and seven so that we can sit down, have dinner, give them their quiet time. And then I'm back doing something between probably about nine and 10. But I'm also someone that likes to go to bed early. So my time management isn't the best because by 10 o'clock, I'm done.
1: <laughs> by yeah. 10,
2: 10 30, I'm like, I just don't have it. I'm not like Amy. Amy can get up at like five o'clock and she's five. <laughs> and I'm like, no, that's not me. I need my eight, nine
0: hours of sleep. <laughs> That's a fact. All of them, yeah. Yes, you need all of your hours. And that is a fact. And I
2: have to start early because I know I I can't do the five o'clock in the morning.
0: Not yet. (laughs) I love it. I love it. So, you know, moms also talk about like balancing, you know, kid activities with their own time, like what moms need to just, you know, be able to live. And so I love how you commented on, just, you know, you take some time for yourself and you have some quiet time with your kids and it's just important to allocate that time. What advice do you have to moms about time management in general? First of all, I think one of the
2: best things a mom can do for themselves is schedule self-care. Amy knows me quite well. I love the spa. <laughs> I love massages, <laughs> but I also yes. like working out too. Oh, well, I take the back. I don't like working out. I have to work out because I like to eat. <laughs> and so I think making sure that you have that time scheduled consistently, and it doesn't really matter if you do it once a week, once every two weeks, or once a month, or plan you know, some long two-day, three-day relaxation every quarter we have to take care of ourselves because we expend so much energy, especially those of us. And and it doesn't really matter how many children you have, but if you think about it, the more children you have, the more energy you are expending because you're trying to do it, you know, for each child. You know, if you've got multiple businesses, you got each business. If you're, you're married, if you have significant others, if you're in situations like, you know, maybe all of us, or especially me with older parents on both sides, mm. you expend a lot of your energy. And so if you don't take the time, if you don't schedule it, if you don't physically make it a priority, then you're so drained by the you know end of the day, end of the week, end of the month that you can't do. There's nothing else that can be done. You can't give anymore. And so I recommend to anybody just to make sure you have self-care as an absolute priority, hands down. And it's not just going to get your nails and your hair done. It's about, you know, setting some time for relaxation, some quiet time, some me time, some nobody turning everybody off time mm. so that you can really focus on who you are and clear out your, clear out your brain and clear out all that energy that, you know, <laughs> you need because you're you know, forever around someone. So that's probably the biggest thing I would tell mom. Self-care is
0: so important. Carol, you talk about self-care.
1: Yes, I love talking about self-care. Yes, you can't give anything from an empty vessel. So uh, that's an amazing comment. I hope everyone is writing notes, taking that in. That is awesome. And I can just uh, attest to everything that you're saying. Just right, just right on point to so find that balance. Oh, just honest. Oh, me and you are twins, you know, I just feel like I've, <laughs> I've met my sister here. Yes, I'm loving it. But yeah, that that is so true the self-care. You cannot, because if you just keep giving and giving and giving, you're going to be empty. Mm-hmm. And we cannot emphasize that enough. And you just hit all the important parts of finding that balance, keeping that balance to make it all work. Because if not, if you fall apart, then what is going to happen? You know, something's going to go lacking. Like you say, marriage, your children, your business, something's going to go lacking if you don't have balance. And so you're just hitting all the key factors of what you need to do to make sure you make that work. You are proving testament that it can't work. So I'm like, oh, I'm just in awe of everything. That's awesome. Everything you said was dynamic. Love it.
2: And Amy, I just wanted to add one more thing. So for any mom out there that's listening, like, oh, okay, I can go schedule a you know, massage or do something of that nature. Also make sure that you include mental health care. I didn't know how important that was until several years ago, and it's probably life changing you know, to have someone, to to be able to talk to someone, have an outlet. So make sure you include that as as well as a part of your self-care and know that it's absolutely okay to do that.
0: Yes, we have therapists, right, Carol?
1: Yes, (laughs) Yes, we do.
0: Yes, we do. (laughs) We champion the mental health profession. As a matter of fact, we're going to have hopefully a psychologist as one of our guests coming up soon. Thank you for emphasizing that. I think we have, you know, pretty much learned who you are. We appreciate you being here. We've learned kind of how you operate your life and your busy mom life. Is there anything else you want to tell our audience kind of to close out? to help them maybe have a different perspective in 2021 as we embark upon a new year with new opportunities despite whatever happened in 2020?
2: I would say that if you have a dream, if you have a desire, if you have a goal that you have been sleeping on, in fact, over the years, that if 2020 did not tell you that now is the time to do it, 2021 has to be the year. You have to just go for it. If it's something that has been just stirring in you and for whatever reason you didn't think you could, you didn't know how to, whatever it is, because time is just not waiting on anyone. And so that gift that's sitting inside of you to go for it in 2021, whether it's a business, whether it's going back to school, whether it's reconnecting with a a loved one, whether it's, you know, starting a podcast, whatever it is, whatever you're yes. writing a book, whatever <laughs> it is, make 2021 the year that you just say, you know what, I'm just going to do it. And what's the worst that can happen, right? Yes, um, that's probably that's my right. biggest advice to moms, to business women, to wives. Just whatever that vision is that's been in your spirit that you know God placed in you, let it out. Just, Just get it out. <laughs> because somebody is is on the other side waiting for it and you don't know what a
0: blessing you can be to that individual by just doing that. I love that. Let it out. (laughs) <laughs> that's epic. Oh, thank you so much, Shikika. It This has been a great, great conversation. And we appreciate your time because I know you're a busy mom. This, you know, you're on with moms of 10 kids, but adding your four, that's 14 kids between the three of us. So we know you're busy and you're an entrepreneur, you're a wife, and you're doing amazing, like amazing things. And we really appreciate your time. So Carol, this has been great, huh? This was Awesome. I love it. I'm so excited when everyone gets to hear
1: this in the Testament of Shakika's. Just amazing. It was a wonderful, wonderful interview. I can't wait to our listeners to hear it. And just one more thing, Shakika, can you share maybe your social media if someone wanted to use your services or if you want to just share, you know, how people can reach you or follow you? Can you go ahead and give us that information?
2: Yes, I can. I am actually on Instagram and Facebook for Divas Doing Real Estate. Hashtag for both. So just spelled all the way out. Divas Doing Real Estate. And I'd love to connect. Look forward to to sharing more on social media in regards to just these topics. But I'd love to connect with anyone. So please follow.
0: And we'll make sure that information is in our show notes as well
1: awesome well thanks for listening to 210 podcast where we shine light on topics for busy moms have a great day thank you